0: Sounds Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly
1: podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Conjuring. The Conjuring is a 2013 supernatural horror film directed by James Wan. It follows paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren, who work to help a family terrorised by a dark presence in their farmhouse. Forced to confront the malevolent entity, the Warrens find themselves caught in the most terrifying case of their lives. Boys. Yes. This was a scary film. However,
2: something pretty big happened. God. We actually got to watch it together. Oh. Yeah
1: we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
3: only way I would have watched this movie is oh, yeah, oh my I couldn't I couldn't have done it solo. This was a all in team viewing together yep. watch. Yeah. Holding it's hands, been a long time.
1: Eating yep. eating our way through it. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was it was such a weird experience of the joy of of holding your firm bodies against my own and then having to sit down and watch this Horrific movie. <laughs>
3: oh, I, I will say, yeah, the experience of watching it uh, was wonderful. Yeah, but also for the first time in a long time, I, there were moments of this movie where I was like,
1: "Why the fuck are we doing this podcast?" Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Why? Well, it's, it's it's good you brought that up, Tommy. So we we have off air talked about how look, we've maybe been a bit soft on ourselves in the latter half of 2020. It was a tough year, <laughs> uh, and so we did kind of set ourselves the goal of of scaring ourselves again, getting back into proper movies that we knew we had been avoiding and kind of was on the list, but we kind of shuffled its way down. And then we uh, we double teamed The Conjuring.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it double teamed yes. us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Annabelle and the Nun double teamed us. <laughs>
2: oh, oh this,
3: the thing, this is the thing is that like there's so many ski Like Annabelle on its own is a terrifying concept that doll is the worst yep. and the, some of the yes. stuff yep.
2: associated with a doll are terrible.
3: She's not even yeah. the point of The Conjuring.
2: <laughs> I, I googled her. I, have you guys googled the Annabelle doll? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have, Tom, you have. Damo, um, it will surprise you. Okay. I'm going to delete my computer. <laughs> no, but, but Damo, are you familiar with what a Raggedy Ann doll looks like? Yes. Yes, I am. That is the real Annabelle. Oh, that's not nearly as scary. Yeah. Whereas the filmmakers went, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, I think I'm with you. I think I would be more frightened by the pleasant looking Raggedy Ann. Yeah. Correct. Oh, that's because there is, guys, there is a museum. There's a museum of horror artefacts that the Warrens have set up somewhere in America. I don't know where it is. Okay.
1: Um, and you can go and visit it and Annabelle is there in a locked glass thing. <laughs> nah. Yeah. So, th- there was something I didn't tell you guys the night we watched this movie together because I thought oh, I'd no. save it for this. And, Tommy, oh it, actually, it actually ties back to your hometown, oh, long. G-Town.
3: Great, oh. The greatest town of all. It's not haunted, so you better not tell me
1: anything about ghosts in that town. Well, Oh, no, So no. I'm
3: going to have to never go there again. Christmas is cancelled, so boys.
1: Are you aware there's... So, I went there. My cousin was living there for a bit, my cousin Francis, and I went to visit her... Um, and while we were there, we went to visit like this giant... I don't know what the name of it is. I'm hoping, Tom, you might know. We went to visit like this giant warehouse that sold like lots of secondhand things, antiques. Sexyland.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually near Sexyland. The place he is talking about, I'm pretty sure, is the Mill Market. Mill Market. I bet that's what it is. Okay. It is next door to Sexyland.
1: Is it bigger than Sexyland? <laughs> it <laughs> is be. bigger,
3: yeah, because it's a multiple building. It's, it's quite big. But, yeah. It's quite
1: big. And it houses a haunted doll. Oh. So... I went there, I was, this is maybe six, seven years ago now, and I went there. And literally, there was this doll that definitely was closer to movie Annabelle than fake Annabelle or real Annabelle, oh. in that it was genuinely terrifying. Terrifying enough that I'm like, well, I have to take a photo of it. <laughs> and so I took a photo of it. And so all this week, I've been trying to find this photo to show you guys, and I have not been <sighs> successful Thank in Christ. finding this photo. However, just today, I think I figured out where it might be. Oh. So, the hunt is still on. And that's in one of my old phones. Because, of course, I would have just taken it on my phone. This is probably before yep. Google Photos was a thing. And so, it's still on that phone. And all my phones are sitting right near my front door, ready to be recycled. But I haven't yet recycled them. So, my job now is to go through each of them and find this photo. Because it, it is scarily similar to the real Annabelle doll. And, Tom, next time you're in Geelong, if you're, over, if you're there over the holidays... I want you to go to, to this market and see if you can find this. I doll. think we should all go. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah,
1: fuck. road trip, baby. I
3: do have some potentially sad news. I don't know what the go is with the mill markets oh. anymore. I know that there was there was a period. where Lots of the the warehouse land was for sale. Okay. Um, I know a friend of mine ran a dance studio out of there, <laughs> and I know that it was also used to like build sets for um musicals right. in the town, and there was a paintball. Arena in it too Right There was a lot happening In the mill yeah, markets yeah, yeah. There is a like a So there's, there's the mill markets And then there's like a Like a shop For the mill markets In mm. the actual city proper So, and maybe the doll's still there because the doll wasn't actually ever part of
1: the show. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, is that these people who've done paintballing probably saw the doll somewhere along the way and hopefully shot it in the face with a paintball. Oh, I mean, we can dream.
3: I, yeah, just the idea that there there is a place where you can go
1: and look at this real doll... It was awful. It was like, it was technically for sale, but who the fuck is like, it looked like the Annabelle doll. Like, oh, the doll was for sale. Yeah, it was, it was just part of like, it was, it was propped up to be like, hey, we know this is freaky, <laughs> um, but, but you could have bought it. Why you would invite that into your home, I have no fucking idea, but there it's, it was.
3: Yeah, look, nah, big, big fan of staying the fuck away from that <laughs> and uh, never yeah. going to this museum, Sean, ever. Oh, hell no.
2: I think we should look into it.
1: um, (laughs) You're so weirdly brave at trying to force us into horror. I hate it, Sean. I hate Uh, it. No, Damo,
2: boys, I'm brave in the ideas stage.
1: (laughs) The moment we get in the car,
2: I'd probably grab the... If Tom's driving, I'll grab the wheel and steer us off a bridge or
1: something.
2: No, no, so what can happen is
3: we'll be driving towards the Mill Markets and I will look at you, Sean, and I'll say, are you sure you want to do this? And you'll be like, no. So I'll take us to the safe haven of sexy land next door instead. (laughs)
1: Where the dolls aren't quite as haunted. No, no. <laughs> oh,
3: God. God, imagine that! Imagine that if Annabelle was a haunted sex doll. Oh. So there's just this like limp, you know, plastic, yeah, freakish-looking doll.
1: <laughs> Tom, got- I want I want you to write that story. That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> I'm so glad you knew the market top. No,
3: no, it's a real place. I yeah. um, I, I'll, I'll just quickly check. I think it's. I don't think it's at where it is. Where it was. I think it's somewhere else now.
1: I kind of love that even more though. Um, the store is still there. Oh, okay. Wait, Sexyland or Mill Market?
3: No, Mill Market. So <laughs> it's not at the. It's not the big warehouse market. Mm. It's like a shop front. You okay. Know, I
1: wonder if the doll's still there. I can't imagine
2: anyone buying it. Yes, yeah, just... Like, what frame of mind would you have to be in to buy? Is it
1: so? Is there a sign that's like haunted doll? No, there wasn't anything like that. It was literally just like on this little seat thing that it was sitting on. But yeah, it was like yeah. it was like the table of all the wares, and it had been propped up to be like, "Hey, check this creepy thing out." Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, I'm no. super good. I'm yeah. super.
3: Again, like the fact that, and again, I, 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 I did a little bit of not heaps of research mm. into the Warrens themselves, but obviously they are a real duo. They performed these things that there's like some weird stuff where they were obviously their main goal. in a lot of this was to promote the church and to get people to join the church. Right. And there was a bit of like things with some of their cases of like not taking advantage of like people in a state of trauma with no money to Mm. join the church, but there was a bit of that, but there's also a lot of true accounts and it's like, well, mathematically like here's the thing. You can look at that Annabelle doll and be like Pff, maybe they all made it up, maybe mm. there's nothing wrong there. Sure. But here's the thing, boys. Do you want to take the chance? Nope. Of Definitely course not. No. Nah. Absolutely no fucking way. Nah. Like there is unless you are 100% certain that it wasn't that it wasn't real. You yeah. just it's like okay, one of these here's a plate of sandwiches. Mm. You, you you can eat one of them. You can have none of them. I've rubbed my dick all over one.
1: <laughs> would you take that chance? <laughs> no, I'll find alternative sandwiches. Thank this, you very much. This is more horrifying
2: than the Conjuring film. <laughs> it is. I, Tom, I looked into them as well, and I read that they they would never take money for the jobs. Oh, yes, that's, that's interesting. interesting. But they that does they did make quite a bit of money, though, basically more based on their infamy, really, yeah. and they did the lecture tours
1: and sold
2: yeah. books and all that sort of right. thing. Right, that's very And a museum.
1: And the museum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, just to jump back to Annabelle for a second, one thing I did like about it in the context of the movie was like, like you said, Tom, it wasn't even the main haunting that we saw, but it just so w- well set the scene of be scared, things are scary, you are now scared. And then it like, and by the way, here's like a dozen other fucking ghosts and shit coming at you. It was quite good
2: world building, wasn't it? Mm. Kind of like they just give you the fringes of, of a larger world at the start yep. and then- you lock in on the family that the story is about. Yeah,
1: it, it helps you buy in because what one thing I really liked about it, both of the Conjuring movies is that you never really have to convince anyone to buy in, e- even in the context of the movie. Like both yep. the, the people it's happening to and the police, like they're all quickly fairly convinced other than like one hanger on, but even then by the end obviously he's fairly convinced, which I, I like because one, it's easier for us to just buy in and, and fully experience the, the fear of the movie, which is why you're watching it. As well as it's like, it, it does give permission for this world to deliver them with full sincerity and not have to be like, oh, but we know ghosts aren't real or anything like that. No, go all the way because that way yep. I'm going to get more terrified. It's
3: mm. It was also one thing I really liked about this, uh, and I think we, we all talked about this while watching it, was mm. that having the Warrens be the kind of experts and have it treated seriously is that the margin for people making dumb horror mistakes was almost zero. Yeah, good call. It, I felt... It, 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 there was still dread and there was still tension and I was worried. But any time Wilson and Vera Farmiga are on there mm-hmm. doing their thing, I felt safe. Yes. I felt yeah. like I could trust them to get me through. So, it, honestly, that, that's what made... This and the sequel that we also mm. watched, um, bearable because otherwise, I if if it hadn't if they if had it hadn't just been about the family, fuck me, I would have just died.
2: <laughs> yeah, those are two great performances, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yeah, from um, is it Vera Farmiga? Yeah, and Paddy Wilson. Mm. I mean, because uh, particularly in the first in this in this film, they're not. Uh, it's probably like halfway through, really, where they come in in a substantial way. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yet. I don't know what it is. It's probably a combination of writing and performance mm. and all of that. But they just bring like I don't know. You feel like you already know them. Mm. I know that sounds very corny, but like I don't know what it was. I think they they just locked into two special characters. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a
3: good. It's a good. I think the other thing too is if you're a if you're a studio head, right, and you want to launch a new horror franchise, mm. how great is it that you launch a horror franchise uh, based on true stories of which there is a wealth of. Yes. So, you know, there's there's two Conjuring films plus a third one coming out. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've then got all the Annabelle spin-offs. There's spin-offs on the nun, like <laughs> you've got characters that people liked and were engaging enough to warrant more movies and mm. they've, they've sold pretty well. And the scares are the scares are right up there. Yep. But Sean, I think you're right. I think there's that really great blend of of both writing and performance of both the Warrens feel like people that you know and you've met them before so that when they show up, you only need about 10 to 15 seconds to go, oh, yep, cool, I'm on board.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I I do also think, like, for those characters where they're these sort of, I guess, somewhat heightened, and this is, again, where the performance is counteract that it would be so easy for these characters to be outlandish and somewhat cartoonish in that they're you know one's one gets premonitions and one's doing exorcisms and this sort of thing like it'd be so easy for them to be like a scooby-doo type character but they're not and i think it's purely because of the performances and the writing that, that grounds them into no, these are real people, and we we genuinely feel for them, and we want them to do well, and we want them to succeed. Mm.
3: Yeah, no, that's that's right. It never gets they never get too silly. Like that's the yeah. thing is
1: they're both it's
3: there's not like they're not doing a lot. Mm. I think that's that's I guess we're having a conversation off air about another thing, just talking about naturalism, and I think that's what it is. It's like these these performances just seem like people. They're not going for like big. I'm gonna win an Oscar with this. Look at me, choose some scenery type mm. stuff, and then because they're here, when the stuff does go wild and big, because you're dealing with possession and ghosts, mm. it it's believable. Yes. yes, because everyone's here. So when someone goes up to like a huge level of, you know, vomiting blood through a tea towel, right? Y- you accept it. You're like, ah, oh, oh no. Yeah, they
2: don't <laughs> they don't have any like silly mannerisms of of over the top ghost hunters. They're just no. It is. It's very natural. I guess it's based in you know religion. Mm. Um, I that's one of the things I really love about this. is just that idea of oh yeah. So we need to get permission from the church to do an exorcism. Mm. Oh, you guys aren't Catholics. Sorry. That sort of <laughs> yeah. that sort of attitude yeah. to doing exorcisms is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I love. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> I've read a few things about exorcisms and like just the idea that it's like we must get permission. And yes. Like. It seems crazy to me.
3: This is always this thing that I've always wondered. Is there actually a splint, like a part of the Catholic Church? Like the Pope, when he gets poped, builds his little cabinet of cardinals and is like, right, you're in charge of the poor and you're in charge of the the teaching nuns and priests how to be priests and you're in charge of food. And uh, Byron, uh, Father Byron, you're in charge of demons. (laughs) Like, is that actually, is there a wing of the church that actually practices? Right exorcisms
1: or are they illegal or uh, what's the to go? me it feels like there has to be so i'm doing i'm doing I'm saying this with zero research done but i also it is literally a part of their the their religion that there is a hell and there are demons and the devil exists and all this sort of stuff yeah given that if you're going all in we're like well then if we're an army against that shouldn't we have a wing of our department that takes care of that shit and sorts it all out so I 100% think, yes, there is someone whose job is demons and exorcism. Yeah, the Pope's on the phone right now
2: to John Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> and He's the Warrens. Saying, Get it done, Johnny. You what what, a, what, Warrens, a, what <laughs> a
3: great team-up, John Constantine and the Warrens. Oh, Jeez. yeah. Jeez. <laughs> that's I'd, I'd
2: good. that comic. Um, Lorraine Warren's in this film, a little cameo. You know that scene where they're doing a lecture and mm-hmm. it sweeps over the crowd and the camera just lingers forever on an old woman in the crowd? <laughs> that, that's her. Right. Oh. <laughs> I assume, yeah. I
3: assume um, the husband is dead. Yeah, he
1: is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That makes so much sense. I remember seeing that and being like, is she a ghost? Why are we hanging on her? Yeah, it's funny because it's the kind of thing where a film would do that and you'd be like, oh, okay, like, she's
2: going to come back later then. That's yes. an important yeah. character. But yeah, no, it's just uh, a mm. tip of the hat, really.
3: That's very good. To, to the OG. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Did you guys, I, I read that in the Philippines, um, before you sat down to watch this movie, a priest would come out and, and sort of give you a blessing. Because <laughs> <laughs> people, people went to the film and complained that they just, like fucked shit was happening in the aftermath. They didn't feel safe. So, the, the wow, I guess the cinema company hired priests. That is awesome. Yeah.
3: That is a layer of authenticity that I did not want. <laughs> if I had seen this in the cinema and a priest had a blessed me before the movie, I wouldn't have seen the movie. I would have been out that door so fast. I'll take that blessing. Yeah.
1: I'm one up. I'm good to go.
4: <laughs> oh.
0: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: <laughs> oh, let's, let's ask the question then, were we scared? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, lonely. 100%. Very, very Yes.
3: Hi, hey boys. Boys,
1: do you
2: want to play hard and clap? Oh, Don't clap,
1: Tom. Oh. So I, I remember I, which one of you was saying before this movie you're like, uh oh, I've seen it. there's one thing that that I remember that really got me Sean Sean. yes yep and it was the yep. f- fucking cl- clapping oh my God.
2: it was the clap. yeah, the clap was in the trailer. Ah yes, okay. I've seen the clap many times and it still fucks me up. it's, it's horrible.
1: Oh
3: but then I think boys, so you get the clap and that's terrifying. but then there is a bit that I think we all died. In mm-hmm. I, I I think the, one of the best things to have us all back together Was we all got to scream as one collective trio <laughs> of boys yes. Yes. There was a beat where one of the kids is in the bed And is talking about how there's something in the room that's scaring them mm. <sighs> yeah. And the other sister's like, there's nothing here, it's okay No, no, the sleepwalking sister who just keeps headbutting the yes. cupboard Yeah, The other sister comes in, guides her back to the bed And is like, it's okay, there's nothing there And you know, you know the camera's going to go back to the cupboard And something We've already seen A pair of hands Clap mm-hmm. outside of that cupboard So we're And this is This is again James Wine, Your cheeky son of a bitch <laughs> We're expecting That something is going to Come out of the cupboard Yep When in fact We pan around to the cupboard There's nothing there And then the camera pans up And the fucking thing's On top of the cupboard Yeah And for some reason Because you get Because you pan around To the cupboard really quickly And you think Fuck something's going to be there And there's nothing there mm. You 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 sort of oh okay and you yep. half relax for the split second between it then panning up so you're completely off guard and mm. it killed me yeah
1: my heart nearly fell out of my yeah. fucking throat yeah my yeah. my soul left my body just like get away <laughs> just wanted to get away <sighs> from it
2: it's such a good technique i was watching uh, another film a horror film that came out this year i was watching it last mm. night and it was getting so much tension in the first scene from basically doing the same thing where it's like they would showing you the typical horror movie camera mm. angles. And then the camera starts to move back and you go, oh, here we go. He's going to be behind him. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. And then it did another one and another one and another one, probably like six or seven times. And then it happened. And I'm like, you sons yeah. of bitches.
1: Fuck.
3: That's no good. That's no good.
1: It brings you to your breaking point of like, just fucking show me the scare already. Like I am <laughs> i can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and also there was the part um, just before that, where the, the girl's in sleep and she, she feels someone... Pulling at her feet. Oh yeah. Like, oh to me that, that one got me just because the idea of like being in that half asleep state and you're like, well, someone just touched me. Which brings me to you, Tob, hmm. because you had an no, experience that I, I was hoping we I could re- discuss.
3: I refuse to speak about it in no look, I just had like a moment where um I was like lying in bed in sort of a weird early morning thing and I was awake. I'm like I'm 99% sure I was awake and not dreaming. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, I'd sort of rolled over towards my girlfriend and I felt someone sort of brushing my face and touching my face and moving my hair around and whatever. Anyway, in the morning, I got up, came downstairs, made a coffee and she was working and I asked her, Oh, were you patting? Did I, did I do something last night? You were patting my face. And she's like, no, I wasn't. <laughs>
2: and um, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. Is it possible, is it possible Tom, that she did it while asleep? It was just like a random hand movement,
3: nah, like because it was it wasn't like a hand brushing like it was like someone uh, stroking. It was a hand
2: exploring <laughs> no, not exploring
3: don't use the word exploring, thank you <laughs> that's what it sounds like, Tom I'm not getting fingered by any ghosts <laughs> um no, it was it it, it it was generally just like being someone touching my face a couple yeah. of times and then sort of moving my hair out of my eyes, yeah, and I just thought it was her, but it, oh, it, well, that's it wasn't.
1: I I have a theory and it even is based off The Conjuring over what happened to you. Okay. And it's this. It's because aforementioned girlfriend of Tom watched this movie with us and throughout the whole thing would do cheeky little things like touch your shoulder or slightly rub your back just to get you to scream. This is true. So, I am 100%. She just was fucking with you and then lied about it. I totally believe it was your girlfriend. I mean, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe I'm single
3: now. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hook her up to a lie detector.
3: Yep, we'll, yeah, we'll be doing a test. We'll be doing a um, Firing the Sky style. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's practicing little bits of pain right now to to yeah. cheat her way through it. Yeah.
1: i yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> just jump, jump back to the movie. So we, obviously we're talking about the scares and there's the, the hide and clap thing was genuinely terrifying. Um, but there was also these like, what I liked about it is they kind of like layered up the scares where these lots of little things were happening. We saw obviously the, the hide and clap. We saw him go down into this newly discovered basement that they didn't even know was there with a match, the scariest kind of light source because oh, yeah. it's so fucking fragile. Yep. And then and then the one that I really it wasn't until later that I thought about was really good, which was the mum's bruises. Because it was such a nice touch where they were like disconcerting, but with everything else taking place, they'll pretty easily forgotten about. And she
3: even she even says, Oh, I'm just clumsy. Or the doctor thinks I've got low iron, or something like that. Yeah. So she's even got a logical explanation for them, mm. so that it makes sense that the characters don't think about that until it's too late. When um, Vera Famiga's like, "I know what she's doing. It's the yeah. bruises. It's yeah. this, It's she's not possessing the kids. She's after the mum,
1: and that's mm. it. And that's the other thing that it does really well is where it sets up our endpoint. It actually gives out It sort of is like I guess a nod to the mystery of why are they doing this? What's the sort of this this ghost witch's plan amongst it all? So yeah, that was great. So many ghosts,
3: true. Oh More than God. one ghost. Which uh, the little Victoria well, thats the thing. So the hide and clap thing is terrifying, but yeah, it's it's less by the end of the movie. That's like okay, it's a scary moment, but also that kid is just trying to survive. Mm, yep. Mm. Uh, but there's some like there, there's that other awful scare where the cop sees the maid.
1: Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I forgot about
3: that. Like she's walking, walking, walking and he's kind of following her and then he's like, oh, and then he turns around and she's just there. Mm.
1: She like basically screams in his face or something, doesn't yep. she? Yeah. Oh. Look what she made me do. Yeah. There's the, the
2: mirror, the little game thing that the girls Oh, oh that is.
1: Yes, Sean. Oh. Oh, I had the hardest time forcing myself to keep watching because that's obviously such a yeah. tension builder. where you wait. Oh, God. This they is...
2: dragged it out, didn't they? Like just yeah. too much.
1: They give you enough...
2: Actually, they give you enough time. It's actually clever. Mm. You have enough time to watch it, be like, oh, I can't do it, yeah. look away, and look back, and it still hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. That is exactly yeah, yeah,
1: right.
3: Yeah, yeah, oh. No, Because, yeah, you diffuse some of your own tension by looking away, and by the time you look back, you're in the tail end of it, so then you see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was also... Cheeky. Even just things like the, uh, the clock stopping at 3.07, because what a great tension builder, because now... It's that same thing of every time it's nighttime, you're getting a little scared, and then every while it's slowly creeping closer to three oh seven, you're just ramping up the scares some more. I mean, what really did it was James Wan, James James Wan's cinematography in this was oh, yeah. exceptional.
3: Yeah. Oh, the film is absurdly for a man who made Aquaman. This movie is so <laughs> well shot. I don't remember Aquaman being that well shot.
2: <laughs> I I Aquaman's fine by comic book standards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But
3: again, having said that, to be fair. He's also responsible for um, uh, Fast and the Furious, doing a Fast and the Furious film. So True. he's got some off his dick camera angles in that movie <laughs> he, as well.
2: Yeah. He turned down the eighth Fast and Furious movie to make The Conjuring Two. Oh, That's, really? And he said well, he did, he did because he seven, loves horror. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he loves horror, and he was like, the chance to get to make another horror was just too great. Even though, uh, to quote him, I think the money offered for Fast and Furious was life changing, oh, <laughs> like <shit>. a life changing <laughs> amount of money.
3: But then he's done all right because then he's been probably g- been given a life changing amount of money to do Aquaman.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, He'll that's be true. fine.
3: And look, hey, he's isn't it great? I love I love the story of him. We've now touched on a couple of their films mm. in that these two guys make Saw for fuck all money, mm. based in Melbourne in Australia, where it's like oh, they're just not really they're not making you know suburban misery art house sad films. <laughs> um yeah. Just I'll take fucking notes <laughs> anyway. Um, You've got, you've got these two guys who make this like weird, gross horror movie and now both of them, like, you know, Lee Wennell has The Invisible Man. Yeah. He's making The Wolfman with fucking Ryan Gosling. Like, their careers have just taken off and it's kind of nice to see two Aussie filmmakers oh, yeah, yeah. who also are good mates. Like, I'm pretty sure both of them appear in
2: their own films like heaps. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, The Conjuring was the first film that, Lee Wannell had nothing to do with. Other than that, they've worked together on kind of everything. Right, Yeah.
1: right, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, they've just... I mean, they started obviously so strong, but then they both produced some of the scariest stuff I've seen, but that also gave me enough heart and everything to hang on to. It was just a great film yeah. that also happened to be terrifying. They Like, these guys don't
2: get talked about enough when we talk about Australian filmmakers.
1: True, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, no, because they don't fit... They don't fit. Yeah, they don't fit. They don't, the- they
3: don't fit. They're not. They're not making. We, they're not making an art house movie mm. about um, the rise and fall of some small political like. I, I, we, we have this conversation about the Australian film industry. There's a lot, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of bad things. Mm. But the fact that, yeah, no one, no one really talks about James Wan as an Australian filmmaker. And I remember reading a great article where they're like, people don't identify him as an Australian filmmaker because he's not a white Australian guy. Mm, he's yeah. making like uh, biopics or like movies starring you know Russell Crowe <laughs> in World War Two. Yeah, yeah, he's making he, he got his start in horror films and he's making horror films and he's making fun like. We don't look at those two and see them as Australian filmmakers. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's but weird. like it's weird. Purely on box office, he would probably be the most successful Australian filmmaker of all time.
3: Well, yeah, you actually. That's not that's not a uh, Baz Luhrmann might have him.
2: I think he would shit on Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann's mm. done like five films. James Wan is responsible for like the entire Saw franchise, mm. which is what eight. Eight, seven or eight movies. Plus, He's done a few Fast and Furious <laughs> movies, yep. two Insidious, Aquamans, or you know, one. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, Jesus. That's a great call.
1: That's a great call. Huge.
2: Yeah. Sean, I think you
3: might be right. I think as a James Wan on his own, absolutely. And then as a duo, definitely mm, would yeah. be a. Mm. Yeah.
2: Respect the man. Honestly, he weaponizes the camera on this movie. Yeah. Some of the camera moves just. They, your mouth hangs open and then you want to close it so you don't throw up because bad shit's
1: happening. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) Exactly. Like like it draws you in. And again, it just makes that the experience of it even more complete because you're just going, fuck, this is a great movie. And then all of a sudden you're getting pummeled with terror. Mm. Yeah. Well, the the final last thing on the cake of was this movie scary? Is that the fact that this? So I read this. The film contains no sex or nudity, very little profanity. It's very bloodless violence. There's sort of a t- tiny bit of alcohol, no smoking, and yet it got an R rating. And that R rating was purely because it was so scary. <laughs> and the, Basically, the MPAA who gives the ratings just said there were, there, there were no cuts or edits possible that would possibly make this a viable PG-13 movie. And the fil- Jesus. and the filmmakers didn't want to alter it, so they just had to accept the, uh, that R rating without giving any appeal. How scary... I mean...
2: The, the film is the answer But how scary do you have mm. to be For them to be like No cuts you make Will fix this <laughs> It's <laughs> right. an R rating
3: Yes I, I think it has to be Because it's based on a true story And it has to be Because it's the it's it, For me mm. It'd be the element of realism Yes yeah. Because in most other horrors You could You know If you got rid of gore The fact that it's untrue mm. it Won't freak people out Whereas the fact that this is true it Does Or is based on a true story yeah. Like Yeah is terrifying. Again, you can't be hundred percent sure that that doll is not cursed. Because that's speaking of fucking scary scenes. That scene where it it travels via that neck, the mother's necklace home. Oh to yeah. To the and the daughter has that moment where she's in the room, she runs into the, the archive room mm. and Annabelle's missing. Yeah. The doll, the worst doll in the history of dolls. <laughs> And then she walks into the room, and there's the witch monster sitting there, brushing the hair of the doll. And the witch doesn't turn around; the doll does. Uh,
1: oh god, oh, I feel sick. Hate it. You just oh, I've got full body. i have forgotten that this movie has too many yeah. things. It, yeah, mm. and that like that's another reason why you can't even make cuts because you're like, well, there wasn't sort of two tent, hop, tent pole terrors. It was just this te- all these little terrors throughout, with a few big ones in in there as well. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, how did our characters act then? Were they wise? Were they foolish? Uh, yeah, very pretty clever. clever.
2: I can't really fault yeah. much of it. I mean, I could you could nitpick and say, don't move into that house, <laughs> or yeah. the minute something. To be honest, this is yeah. The minute the dog starts barking, be like, this house is no good. Mm,
3: yeah. But again, the issue they have is they very early set up that they're broke. Yes. Yeah. So moving to this house is it? They can't afford to go anywhere else. Yeah. And so you have that, and then I guess no one actually behaves. The, the fact that they behave wisely is probably what means that the family lives yeah yeah Tom, I agree. you're right
2: like when we were watching this I think immediately I was like oh just move mm. straight away don't even stay there and then the movie answered that within 10 seconds yes. I reckon yeah you
3: yeah. said that then the next conversation is the dad talking about how he got let off at the trucking company and they're gonna they're yeah. gonna find some money somewhere yeah. and it's like ah oh, fuck
2: yeah. <laughs> I read in real life that they lived there for 10 years
1: oh shit and things years. were happening
2: for that. For, like, that whole period, yeah. Christ.
1: Well, because
3: I guess even though once you got rid of the really malevolent witch spirit, there was
2: all the other ghosts that were still yeah, in the house.
1: you've got decades worth of ghosts that were killed by the witch spirit, mostly. You've got the worst tree in the world. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I think I read today that, I, I this could be wrong, but I think it's, like, eight generations of that witch's family had lived there, and there'd been all sorts of fucked up shit. Murders, yeah, rapes, suicides, all sorts of stuff going wrong in that house.
1: Oof. No thanks. I'm yeah. good. Oh, that is brutal. To hellhole. Well, Bad. on that. So, how would we do? So, I, I figure for this one, I don't think we're the family that moves in. I think for this one, we we need to be, <laughs> we need to be the ghost hunters. Oh no, you are all going to die. The, the answer to this, <laughs> the answer to this would be so easy. How
3: would we do? Well, we just call right, the Warrens and they fix it for it's us. It's too easy. No. Yeah,
1: I think we need to be oh. the Warrens and the three of us. Here's what I think. We talked before about how Carney gets preemptively brave. So he's like, boys, we're stuck. I've got a jump for us. <laughs> I've got a jump for us.
2: I got us matching sweaters. Let's get in there. <laughs> that's right?
1: And it's the sweaters that, that, that convinces us because we're like, well, that's obviously great. Yeah, I mean, if I, I get I it, love being comfortable. Yeah, yep. I yep. love matching. Uh, so we're in the car and then we pull up and we're like, we see that tree out the window and all three of us collectively have the same thought of, oh, fuck, what have we done?
3: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And then as, as I'm about to be like, they haven't seen us yet They haven't seen us yet Just just start the car <laughs> yes. the, the family walk out of the house And wave at us And I'm like Fuck it's right. too late
1: Also too late. Carney as has been proven in history's sake Has not filled up Has saw- seen an option to fill up the petrol And thought Nah they're just having us on That can't be the last one And so we've got That's an empty great. tank We're forced to do so it we, So we can't run away Yeah exactly right <sighs> Now I don't even have fuel to start my fire. <laughs> oh, oh. Shit. Of course, yeah. Burning the place down would be obviously for many reasons a great option. Although these people don't have enough. I, I don't think this family would thank you for burning their house down when they're like, yeah. well, now we're just homeless. <laughs> That's
2: true. You've got to solve this thing in a way that they get to keep the house. Yeah. And and the other thing is
3: the other issue too is that we don't know that burning the house fixes the problem. That's because true. It's the land. Mm. It's not the house. That's also.
2: True. Burning down houses when people ask you for help is not good for our business, for our <laughs> <You> reputation. <know. laughs> we go broke. So you guys are constantly keeping the matches away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little pyro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we're not getting repeat business when you burned the house down, that's for sure. <laughs>
3: I think I will say this. So like the Warrens, we believe immediately it's a ghost. Um, we're operating independently, so we don't need to get any approval from the church. So I think that's a tick in yep, our favor. yeah. Yep. I think the thing that... Might also help us is we wouldn't lose sight of the bruises. I think because we are so keyed up and anxious mm. about the the horror of this being real, every single detail that is given to us, we immediately yes. mind palace. Yes, yeah.
1: that's really good. As well as because if that gives us, if that allows us to draw the lines to, we need to do an exorcism. Here's where I think we've actually got more of a chance because, like, what's the deal with exorcism? What's the point that you win out? It's basically by holding on to the good things of the world. Yep. Yes? Yes. Yep. So, I guess my question to you guys is, yes. what is the good thing you're holding on to while we're performing an exorcism? Paddington. Paddington. Great answer. <laughs> Great answer. I think by this point,
2: and we've become these ghost hunters. Yep. Someone who listens to the show has kindly bought us each a Paddington bear. Yep. Yes, and we just carry them around, so we can pull a Paddington out of the bag, right. pull it out of the hat, if you will. Boys, <laughs> I think what happens is we we don't even need the Bible. No, nah. no, we've got fucking Paddington. We've got, we read Bible. Paddington. We read the, the script of Paddington too. Yeah, just <laughs> we just
3: perform the musical number that Hugh Grant performs at the end of the movie. <laughs> I think also we, I'm prepared to do this. I'm prepared to. I'm prepared for my Paddington to be the sacrificial Paddington. Oh, it's because off. if we're going to be the Warrens and we have a horror museum, we need a haunted doll. So I think yeah. what we do is, as part of the exorcism, we take the witch spirit out of the lady and we mm-hmm. put it in Paddington and then we put it in a oh. box with, don't ever open
2: this Paddington box, ever.
1: <gasps> oh, that's good. Oh, my God. this is The stakes of that are a lot higher if he's the only Paddington. That's true. As well as it's Paddington, can you resist taking him out of the box and giving him a bit of a squeeze? Oh, it's dangerous! It
3: is dangerous, but boys, we need something so powerfully good Mm. to keep in that evil,
2: and that's that's Paddington Bear. Preach! Yes, I mean isn't Paddington so good that he would just like the evil would go inside him and it would it would destroy him. I wouldn't destroy... Pa- Paddington would destroy the Eve.
3: Maybe, maybe. But I think we'd still have to lock the doll up just in case. Or are you saying we just take Paddington to every haunting and we just put the spirits
2: in him? Yeah. <laughs> he's full of ghosts. He's full of ghosts. <laughs> he, he's he got his little marmalade jar and he's just storing them in there. Oh, yes. He's
1: full of ghosted marmalade.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: also, at the end of this, we would have picked up some friends. Yep. Um, because we would have been terrified of all the ghosts, and then we would have eventually become friends with Victorian era boy who likes to play hide and clap.
2: Oh yes, yeah. I don't think we would have, but Paddington, Paddington would have become would friends. With yeah, yeah. Paddington yeah, would yeah. have. No, no. We're I think I sandwich. think
3: eventually I would have realized that he was a he was a benevolent spirit, and I would have been like, you know what, I'm with you. Mm. You know the house. Tell me where is she? Where's the where's the
2: ghost lady? Mm. And do you have any fuel tanks? <laughs> do you know where there's any petrol? Yeah. And then they'd be like, you've got to go down this.
1: This mountain road. (laughs) Oh, well, that's great. I think if we walk in there with a Paddington doll and just throw some Blu-rays of Paddington around the house, that's our job done. Done. Boys. Fucking hell. We beat the contrary. He's so hes so powerful. <laughs> and that is all the scary Talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you, Skeady listeners, have any comments, would like to say hi, share some awesome Paddington stories, we're very open to that. You can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at Skeady Boys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Awkward trade. Stay scared, everyone.